Hello, and welcome to another episode of We Only Look Thin. <laughs> you should see the face he makes when he does that. We only look thin. <laughs> His head kind of pops up like he's uh, Anyway. I'm Donald Weigel. <laughs> and I am Catherine Weigel. The woman who supposedly loves me. <laughs> the only supposedly loves me. <laughs> <laughs> loves me. All right. Anyway, hello and welcome to another episode. Yeah, and if you hear, aside from our shenanigans, um, if you hear any seancey kind of things uh, in the background, our neighbor is having a meeting right now uh, in which they occasionally uh, sing happy birthday to one another. So if you hear any sort of uh, haunting male voices um it's just our neighbor so yeah they uh they already sung happy birthday twice today anyway this is probably fascinating for anyone <laughs> listening so uh Catherine, tell me about your week did you uh face any challenges in your weight loss your your fitness i sure did donald weigel yeah um yeah uh last week was the big game sunday the big game uh, and uh, we planned to have some sandwiches, which we did. We, we did. We planned, and we had them. Um, I also made banana muffins with our daughter, <laughs> and uh, it, it it ties into that like, oh, I'll make banana muffins. That'll be easy and good, and I will have one. And then I had three of them. Oh wow! I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I did have one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh wait, you know I might add two. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so my intention was to be mindful and on track, and I was feeling really positive, and I ate much better than I would other years during the Super Bowl. Um, but I still uh, overestimated my power of self-control. Mm. Um, and the first couple of days of the week, I felt really defeated, and I was up on the scale at kind of a, a really... Uh, heavy weight for me and my pants were tight and so uh i had to snap myself out of my funk um well but the the good news is you you did get on the scale you didn't avoid it like you might have in the past no and i i think that that is something self-correcting is something that i'm uh i'm fantastic at now uh you know before it would be i'd be up on the <laughs> scale and then i'd stay off the scale for two or three months and then wonder why it was up 20 pounds uh it's a mystery yeah um so I think just correcting quickly has really helped me, uh, but I just felt terrible the first part of the week. And then magically, without any kind of rhyme or reason, I felt really great starting at about Wednesday, and I stayed in a calorie deficit, and uh, the scale is going back down in the right direction. Uh, so it feels really good. I feel uh, inspirational. I feel accountable. Uh, and uh, just really uh, in the zone. That could change in 20 minutes. By the end of this podcast, <laughs> I might be in Before the Before we're done recording this, you'll yeah. you'll have eaten an entire cheesecake. And that is a that is a big problem with me because I do know that my emotions kind of uh, throw me hither and thither. Yeah, I think I'm more uh, affected by circumstance. I went into the Super Bowl um, into that Sunday kind of expecting to just eat whatever I wanted, and I sure did. I uh, <laughs> I ate like it was my last day on Earth. <laughs> See, I think you think that, but I've seen other last days on <laughs> Earth from you, and you were quite reserved. Like, you didn't well, use your stomach as a like a, a, a plate rest, which I mm. think in years past you might have done that. 
Yeah, I pro- I'm sure I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I have. Um, but uh, I had planned on it, and I was good with it. And the next day, I got right back on the wagon, um, so to speak. But I was also faced with... Um, I work on a new TV show, and we started filming this week. And I had to be at work at 6.30 in the morning on Monday. And so I didn't get our four-mile walk-in in the morning. And Ooh, I forgot about that challenge. So I was, uh, I was light on steps. Um, I was light on steps the first three days of the week. I had to be there before 7 a.m. the first three days of the week. Um, and then uh, got a little later and caught back up. But I was able to stay on my calories the rest of the week. And um, I'm a little disappointed. I was up a pound this week. Um, which it's I guess time to is, give up. Yeah. Goodbye. This is our last episode. <laughs> our farewell episode. Which I, I guess is to be expected. Although I was so, I was so rock solid uh, Monday through friday that i thought maybe i would be okay but um anyway uh i i got through it i had to i got up at 5 a.m on friday and didn't get home from work until about 12 30 a.m which made it hard to stay on calories um but uh yeah i was uh i guess i should be happy with only a one pound gain (laughs) well and i you know i think in the past a one pound gain would have brought on the who even cares it doesn't even matter can't even do this workout where did you even bother? Um, At least it didn't bring on the, the Borat The Borat voice. voice uh, which well, <laughs> must gonna, be nice. I'm going to try to forget I ever did that. Um, no, but you actually bring up a good point about not uh, walking a few days this week in the morning. Um, because what what we've struggled with in the past, and you know, when days are going great and everything is in line... And we hit our step goals and we walk together, which is a great benefit. But then there's the challenge of not walking together and what that means. Um, I don't feel comfortable going out by myself at 5 a.m. Um, because of banditos and marauders mm, yes, at every and corner. Brigands and low men. <laughs> um, and so I didn't go out to walk and I had some pretty uh, serious work days ahead of me. And so there were a few days I didn't hit my step goal. And then Don did something I wasn't very comfortable with. He called me out on not <laughs> walking. I don't enjoy having a mirror held up yeah. to my habits. I don't yeah. like that. That's not no. what I'm here for. No, she does not enjoy that. <laughs> and so as revenge, I've hit my step goal every uh, day just to show him how wrong he is. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, and I've been shamed by it. No, no but, I'm very proud of you, actually. Well, but I I think it is very easy to be thrown off course, and I think you know th- sometimes people say you know oh it takes 21 days to build a habit as though there's some habit force field that you go through where suddenly you can just keep something going forever. Like it is so easy to fall off track if you make an excuse. Um, so I ended up, uh, using, we have a rebounder now, a little miniature trampoline, uh, that's great. It's fantastic. We're going to talk about that a little bit later about the strategy of convenience. Mm, Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I snapped out of it. I, I don't like, uh, truth. Truth is a, a bitter pill to swallow, but I think... Well, I merely pointed out that your day was the same. You had to be at work at the same time and do the same stuff, but you didn't enjoy that. No, but I, you know, I think you can make excuses for anything. And, uh, you know, I was already feeling unstable. So um, now when I'm in a good mood, I am grateful for your mirror holding up. Um, at the time... 
It was difficult to hear. You're welcome. Did I say thank you? <laughs> so, no, I don't know if you did. So um, today we're going to tuck into a, a, a subject called the strategy of convenience. Hmm. What does that mean? <laughs> um, so one thing that I think uh, has been really important uh, is being honest about, you know, speaking of the, the mirror holding upping, is um, you do what is easy. And the easier something is to do, the more you do it. So if you have um, an open bag of potato chips as the centerpiece of your dining table, pretty sure you're going to go to the open bag of chips. You might eat a couple. You might eat a couple. It's not potpourri. It's potato chips. Um, So we're going to talk about um, making it easy to make good decisions. Uh, We all have great days where we feel like we're invincible and that our motivation will keep us on track. And then there are days where we are just struggling to make good decisions. And you have to prepare for both of those. Um, You have crazy days at work. You uh, are running behind um, with chores to do. You're running weekend errands. And I don't have any scientific numbers on this, but I would say that most of our listeners eat food probably every day. Like 80% at least eat every day. Yeah, I I don't know if I could cite my sources on that. No, we're not. I believe it's true. We're not. What we're what are we, census takers? No, no, we're not. We're not. No, um, but we often and I know I used to do this and I still do it. You know, it's that like, oh, I have to run twenty errands today, and I'm hungry. I'm so surprised by that. I'm just going to eat potato chips because they're at the checkout counter at the grocery store. I had no choice, but my history might tell me that I eat every day. And it should not be a surprise to me that I get hungry at some point during the day. Yeah, and you you brought up right before we started recording that when you uh, when you plan to fail, you fail to plan, or whatever that expression yeah, is. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just, yeah, it's an Aesop's fable, I think. <laughs> I think so. Um, Involving fish I, and, and a, a fox <laughs> talking, and a crane. Talking fox, I don't know. Um, but um, it... You have to put in some effort and you have to say to yourself, I am going to be in a situation later where I'm going to need food. Where's it going to come from? And you have to be mindful of making sure that you have the foods that are going to help you uh, as opposed to hurt you on your fitness uh, adventure. Right. So uh, you had mentioned, you know, and I think all of us have this, you know, this magical basket or uh, bowl of, you know, candy at work where, you know, it's like you're walking by and it's right there. And so you grab it. Yeah, there's a in our pantry, in our kitchen at work, there is a I mean, it's like at least a two pound bag full of, you know, Hershey's miniatures, which are delicious. And which you could melt down into a giant block of chocolate if you wanted to. They were awfully tempting at uh, 11 o'clock at night uh, on Friday when I uh, had been there all day. So you grab what is convenient. If there was a giant bowl of apples out on the counter that were pre-washed and ready to go, you might grab one of those. If the chocolate is in a metal box with a combination lock and a series of labyrinth-like challenges to get through, like, 
you're probably gonna go for the apple instead of the ch chocolate labyrinth. Um, so, so we're gonna talk about uh, strategies at home, at work, on airplanes, in cars, and out in society uh, that uh, might help you stay on track. Yes, and working, indeed. Working toward positive habits. You are not a victim of your life. You know you have work to do. You know you have a home. You know you have travel. And acting like you're shocked that you're hungry is ridiculous. Like, there is no surprise. There is no surprise at all. And one of the things that, you know, you have to stop telling yourself that you're buying something for others and that you're bringing it home, you know, and that you have the willpower to resist it. Um, you know, make it easy for yourself to resist things by not having them at home is, is one of the first things. Yeah. And I've talked about not bringing the devil home with you. And I know that there are still uh, a few demons in my food closet <laughs> i don't know pandora's box of hummus pandora's pantry <laughs> yeah um that i can't bring home with me i haven't had hummus in about two years and i am still not ready to face that delicious demon i actually had a coca-cola on super bowl sunday and i'm fine we'll post a video i'm very proud of it i am proud of you so um so let's start by um if you will let's let's start in the kitchen shall we we shall Michelle, so um, have you ever gone to someone's house uh, and you walk into their kitchen and they have chips and cookies all over the counter, like right in your face? I grew up in one of those houses. I know. I remember going to your house and being like, how? Like, what you see is what someone's sort of true nature is. And there are, there are sick, twisted individuals who can just like have one chip mm. and walk away and live a normal life. I'm not that like a family size bag of Lay's potato chips is a dare. To no, me. that's a bad idea. If you're going to eat potato chips, bring home the little tiny single serving bags and, yeah. and enjoy the single serving bag and, um, you know, count the calories and move on. Yeah. And if, if you're, honestly, if you're looking at your own kitchen, look at your pantry, look at your refrigerator, look at your counters, look at the top of your refrigerator, what is most easily accessible to you? Do you have chips and cookies all over the counter for family members? Um, if you open the pantry, what is the first thing that you see? Um, are the, you know, chocolate morsels right at eye level or are they down away in an opaque uh, container sort of out of sight, out of mind. Um, this is something I've had to work on. And one of the things that I've done is to keep uh, easy prepackaged foods on hand that are portion controlled, or at least like nobody ever gained a hundred pounds because of eating washed cherry tomatoes. Like, yeah, or, or carrot sticks. And, you know, we, we generally have a big giant bag of carrot sticks in the refrigerator that we keep, you know, easily accessible towards the front. Well, and it's and that, that, that thing of convenience is a real issue because if you buy baby carrots and they're in the back of the lettuce crisper underneath 50 other things, that's not going to be in front and center in your mind as to what to eat. So I recently, actually, when Donald said... 
I eat carrots when I feel like snacking. It, you know, I've lost 100 pounds. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you can eat carrots as a snack <laughs> like, without hummus. That's a thing people do. So I've actually, um, we bought a, a two-pound bag of, of baby carrots. And I go so far as to put it front and center with the bag open. I don't even seal it. So that I can just reach in every time I'm bored and, you know, or just go into the refrigerator to just grab something. I just reach in for a couple of carrots and it satisfies that, like, sort of habitual open the refrigerator, see what's there to snack on. Um, And I also keep, I have snacks in the refrigerator, but I keep them in an opaque mason jar so that I don't actually just see them when I open the refrigerator. And for me, that's been big. I keep my peanut butter cups in a sealed jar inside the refrigerator as well there's just that that little bit of a barrier you know and i eat them i probably eat one or two every day but um there's just that little bit of a barrier that stops me just from grabbing it and instantly eating it yeah and i keep uh you know you can buy apples sure but what if you washed the apples and took off those friggin' little stickers and had everything ready to go so that when you walked into the kitchen, you could just have one. There was no, that little tiny barrier of, it's not washed, I'll just grab potato chips. Or, or even get the pre-sliced ones um, that, oh, yeah, we that do they that sell. Too. Um, so keeping things out on the counter that are beneficial. I've had a couple of mandarin oranges this morning just because they were right there and grabbable. Um, whereas I keep other snacks literally in a tin in the back of the pantry. So it's not right in front of me. Um, so that's been really huge. We also do, um, you know, we don't do any food prep. We're not, you know, there are, our fantasy selves go to the farmer's market every Sunday and spend all day chopping vegetables and prepping meals. We're not those people. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I do a little bit, but generally it's like day of, and it involves easy convenience foods, um, things like cottage cheese that I can just take from one container and put into a smaller one individual, to take to work. Yeah, individual containers of yogurt. Sure, it costs a little bit more, but it's pre-portioned. It's, uh, you know, I know how many calories are in it. I don't have to dole it out. Um, pre-bagged um, potato chips and, you know, that kind of thing, they're fine to have around, but you have to know yourself and you have to know... Yeah, those little bags are only about 150 calories, uh, generally. They're not horrible. Yeah. And they're, you know, you know, they satisfy that snack urge, for me at least. Well, and two, you know, I work, we both work full time. Uh, we've got a daughter and for me, I don't, I, I don't cook like meals every night per se. I have foods that are convenient to sort of semi-home make. So I'll get, um, you know, a heat and serve uh, chicken entree from the grocery store and I'll pair it with uh, steamed vegetables from a bag. Uh, And then I also have pre-chopped lettuce that, you know, I just, uh, I just use instead of like, oh, in my fantasy world, I'm going to make this amazing salad from scratch. Like that is not my life. So knowing how much time you have, and that could change from, you know, time yeah, of the, year or whatever. The like, pre-chopped cauliflower and broccoli and, and, you know, the pre-washed and trimmed green beans that you can just microwave in the bag have changed my life. I mean, those are incredibly low-calorie and filling foods that are just easy and quick and, you know, are almost no effort at all, and I feel good about eating them. Yeah, I actually, I went to the grocery store this morning and uh, bought bagged cauliflower, and I just, um, I actually uh, put some in the microwave and cooked it this morning, because did you know that you can have vegetables 
any time of day, not just at night. No. It's true. So do I want to have cauliflower right now? No, but if it's already... Um, if it's already uh, cooked and ready to go, I might grab that with my breakfast instead of um, instead of grabbing something less healthy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so that's convenience in the kitchen. Now, can you eat food from home outside of the home, Donald? I believe it's possible. How with, do you, how do we you have do the that? technology? Well, largely. Uh, with the aid of cooler bags and those little travel um, cooler frozen dealies from the freezer, yeah. um, I I will pack myself. If I know I'm going to be in the car for a long time, I will I'll pack snacks for the family and try to focus on things that are within the diet plan um, and that are calorie friendly and that are going to stop us from pulling into the closest fast food restaurant and going crazy. Well, and there have been times too, where I didn't even know that you packed snacks and we would go somewhere and I'd be like, I'm so hungry. What do I do? I guess all I can do is eat a bag of potato chips. And you're like, Oh no, I brought, you know, yogurt. And I brought like, <laughs> you know, ham slices. And, and I, I was ruined like, everything. I was like, Oh, well, I guess I got to make a good choice now. <laughs> so, you know, you can keep a cooler bag in the car with snacks. You can keep, um, you know, in my glove box actually, or what are they called now? Is it a glove box? Do people sure, wear gloves? Sure. It's a glove box. It's a glove compartment. Yeah. Um, in the car, I keep pre-portioned peanuts say that 10 times fast uh for myself and i keep beef jerky uh also for our daughter you're the beef jerky you're the beef jerky jerky um but it's like i go out you know and i'm running errands and i'm at the grocery store and my impulse is to grab something really unhealthy because i'm tired and uh you know it's late and then i remember that i already have a pre-portioned snack so keeping things like that even 100 calorie popcorn uh packages yeah having it handy i keep i keep some of that in my work bag and you know it really comes up in quote unquote emergencies if i'm you know i didn't plan well enough and i'm caught out somewhere and i'm suddenly starving that i i don't just immediately go for a you know giant fast food something or other yeah and and you've got to know yourself too if there is a healthy-ish quote-unquote snack but you can't control your portion do not buy more than one if you love protein bars but you can't stop yourself at one only buy one like you don't have to um you know, don't fool yourself with items that you know you can't control yourself around. And it takes planning and it takes some work. It would be a whole lot easier for me to go to work and eat the free food that was there. But I know if I do that, I will be right back up the 100 pounds that I lost. And I I have to plan every day, like how much I'm going to need. And I take it with me to make sure I have it. And, you know, I can, I can sometimes get the production assistants to buy things that are in my plan to have around too, but mostly I just eat the food that I bring. And it, you know, a lot of people that's going to turn them off. It costs money and it takes time, but it has to be done if I want to, if I want to stay fit. Well, and at convenience stores, at uh, Starbucks, more and more you're going to find snack packs that are uh, pre-portioned, calories noted on the packaging, uh, hard-boiled eggs, cheeses, fruit. Um, you've got to look for it, but I, you know, if you go to 7-Eleven or, or your Wawa's... I've been saved a lot of times at 
at convenience stores by them having hard-boiled eggs and having those little individual cheeses. Um, you know, they're the eggs are like 70 calories each. The cheeses are usually around 100, and um, it's, uh, you know, it's satisfying and stops me from downing a, you know, family-sized Doritos. Yeah, and, you know, I'll take uh, 100-calorie popcorn with me and put it in my purse uh, or beef jerky or something like that, and it'll just cut that starving, you know, you make bad choices when you feel like you're starving. So just having those at the ready, um, even at airports, you know, we, the last time we traveled somewhere, we went on a sort of a reconnaissance mission to all the little kiosks to see what places had the best choices, because sure you can get a sandwich for a thousand calories <laughs> and wash it down with a Mr. Pib and, uh, and yeah, Mr. Pib. Yeah. You know, the nation's drink. Um, but you know, we went out looking for healthier alternatives, and I ended up finding a fantastic salad. Uh, and you know, not to say that every choice I make is great, but you know, you can be a victim of where you are, or you can look around and see what options you have: uh, a banana, an apple. Um, you know, there. It's it's never been easier to make a good choice. You just have to consciously look for those choices. And the same thing can be said about your fitness activities. Fitness? Is that a thing? That's a thing. Oh. So um, I know we've talked about this in the past, but, you know, I used to go to, a, you know, a gym to work out, and I thought that that's what I needed to do. If you love working out at a gym, that's great. Make it convenient to you. Is it better to have a gym that is convenient to your office at work? Is it better to have one very close to home? or, you know, somewhere in between. Does it have easy parking? Is it easy to get to? Are the hours convenient for you? The more positives you can find in it, even if it isn't the best gym in the world, the more likely you are to go if it's easy and it fits your schedule and your time and your needs. Yeah, and the more, the more whatever physical activity you, you do, the more you can not hate it and the more... <laughs> The, you know, I won't say enjoy it, but the more you can not hate it and the easier it is to get to it and do it, the more often you're going to participate in it, whatever it is. Yeah, and we have, uh, we have bicycles. They are covered with tarps and covered in dust and the tires are flat. How and, often do we ride them? <laughs> and literally chained up as well. Literally chained up. I we don't could remember not the last time we rode make them. it harder for us to ride our bicycles. But right now we're walking, so it's not an issue. But I'm telling you, we have not ridden them in a couple years probably. Uh, but what we do is we set out our walking gear each morning. I've got my shoes ready. I've got uh, my... My workout gear ready the night before. Yeah, so, so I'm not fumbling for it at, at you know five a.m. trying to while I'm still trying to wake up. Yeah, um, I keep you know we have our rebounder that we just bought. It's not the prettiest thing, but it's right out in the middle of our living room floor. So there's no oh gosh I need to put it together. I've got to get it down from the the, the highest shelf or put the you know put the wheels on it. It's right in front of us ready to use and i've got some free weights that i use a few days a week that that are you know just kind of in the living room behind the couch easy to grab easy to do and we do a lot of exercises that that you can do just about anywhere um push-ups uh crunches um in addition to the walking i mean you can walk just about anywhere you walk in place you know if you've got stairs if you got stairs at, at your home or at your office you know that is an exercise you can do 
Yeah. And, you know, the basically the more convenient you can make everything, the better. And I used to say, and I know I've said this before, that I didn't have time, I didn't have room, I didn't have the opportunity. And those are stories that we tell ourselves to keep us from our goals. And you can use um, any excuse you want, or you can really make a game out of finding convenience in your life taking the long way, having things out in the open and ready for you to use, pre-washing your vegetables, um, you know, buying pre-packaged things, keeping fitness simple. You don't have to work out for an hour. You can do five minutes. Um, you know, just really letting go of your old stories and really putting yourself in a position to be positive and make it easy to make good choices. Yeah, you've heard of setting yourself up for failure. This is setting yourself up for success. Oh, that's a thing. Yeah. I think we just came up with that. Yeah. Um, so tell us, uh, look around your house. What what booby traps do you have? Uh, where do you keep your snacks? Are they easy to reach? Where do you keep your healthy treats? Where do you keep your exercise? Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, do, do you know where your gym shoes are right now? Um, you know, be mindful. Be proactive. You know, we have a... We have a, a daughter, and hearing her make excuses about why something is too hard makes me realize... There is no information on the internet about whatever topic she needs to learn no, in school. No, it doesn't exist. It's not there. No. Um, but we say that to ourselves, too. You know, we say we don't have time. We say that we don't have the resources. Turns out, if you've got a floor, you can do a push-up or a knee push-up. If you've got feet, you can walk with them. We've already talked about that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I on those days early in the week when I couldn't go on my morning walk, I still got in around 10,000 steps a day um, by using all those tips we talked about on this episode. Yeah. And, um, you know, it can be done. Yeah. So uh, we are going to go and make the rest of our day convenient. <laughs> We've made listening to this podcast convenient for you. Yes. So you're welcome. You can find us at uh, weonlylookthin.com. You can find us on just about any podcast app, uh, iTunes, TuneIn. Um, we are on Stitcher. We've started tweeting. There are tweets. There are There's a few Instagrams. tweets you can find us. Yeah, and, uh, you know, get get out there and make some positive choices. Don't be a victim of your circumstances. Let us know what you do to set yourself up for success. We'd like to hear from you. Yes, so uh, that is all for now. We're going to go convenient. Our Is convenient a verb? We're going to convenient the heck out of our lives. Yeah, so have a great week, and uh, we look forward to more inspiring later yes. on next week. Remember so. that we are an inspiration nation, nation, nation. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.